Christ Church, New Malden, Sunday the 31st of December 2023. Katie Loftman speaking on Why are Simeon and Anna in the Christmas story? Hi, my name is Anna. I live in Jerusalem, in the temple. It's nice here. People come to the temple for all sorts of reasons, and so I meet loads of people. My favourites, though, are the families that are bringing their tiny babies to be consecrated to God. So they bring their little little babies when they're only a few days old, a bit like people here do when they bring their babies for baptism. So I always chat to them if I can. And if I get a cuddle with the baby, that's even better. People say that I'm a prophet, which is nice, but I don't say much. But I try to live out God's message of love. Anyway, I haven't always lived here in the temple. When I was a little girl, we lived in Assyria, which is hundreds of miles away. But there were hardly any Jews in Assyria, and there wasn't even a synagogue. So our family was from the tribe of, well, is from the tribe of Asher. And we tried to live in the proper Jewish way, But it was a bit difficult and it was a bit lonely. Sometimes it felt like even God had forgotten us because there were no Jews around, there was no synagogue, there was certainly no temple. So sometimes we felt a bit abandoned as Jews and a bit lonely. So my family decided to come here to Jerusalem. That was so that we could live with other Jewish families and worship in the temple. And that was much better for all of us. And I enjoyed growing up with lots of Jewish friends. And uh, we came here to the temple every week. And, and, and I was in the Jewish children's groups here at the temple. It was really good fun. Lots of friends, to, Jewish friends to play with. When I grew up, I got married. And he was a nice Jewish boy, of course. It was such a happy day. And it felt like... We were going to live happily ever after. And we did for a bit. But then my husband got really ill. And he got so ill that he died. And we'd only been married seven years. We hadn't even had any children. But suddenly he was gone. That whole chapter of my life was over. And I was all alone. I felt really abandoned. I didn't have any relations here, so there was nobody I could move in with. So that's when I started living at the temple. I was so young then. But I've been here ever since, and I'm 84 now. I still miss my husband sometimes. But I've got friends here, like old Simeon, who's always around. He comes most days. Anyway, the other day... I was watching the people coming to make sacrifices and I saw this family, a mum and a dad and a little baby called Jesus. Simeon was already talking to them so I went over to meet them and I got the strangest feeling. Whenever I hold a baby I always get this huge wash of love that flows over me for the baby. I think babies do that to us. but. When I held this baby, that feeling was so strong. He was radiating love, 
even though he was a tiny baby, and it felt like he had enough love for the whole world. And that's when I knew that he was no ordinary baby. Simeon said that he was God's anointed Messiah, and I totally agree. Suddenly, it felt like all those years of being alone were over. We're not abandoned. God hadn't forgotten us. God is with us again, right here in Jerusalem, right here in the temple. Now, Simeon and I can die in peace, knowing that God and his people are moving into a new chapter. People say that I'm a prophet, but I don't say much. I guess my life is my message. Anna. Oh, crumbs. Thank you, Anna, for sharing your story with us. Your life is your message, eh? What does that mean? Let's have a look. Anna said that she grew up in Assyria. That's because the Assyrians took 10 tribes of God's people into exile in 722 BC. So they were hundreds of miles away from their promised land and they were cut off from God's presence in the temple. Most of those families never came back. The 10 tribes, including Asher, petered out. And that's why Anna grew up with no Jewish friends. God and his people were separated. And that separation went on for a very long time before Jesus came. Their special covenant relationship with God was dead. The Bible often talks about our relationship with God like a marriage, like in that song we sang at the beginning of the service where it says that the, the bride will run to her lover's arms. That's God and his people, his people being the bride, running to God. God's people are like his wife, and he loves them very much. God promised to be Israel's own special God, and in return, he called Israel to be his faithful people. God loved his people, and he asked them to love him. It was like a marriage. The trouble is, not all wives are faithful. God's people found it impossible to be faithful to God all the time. It was so bad that God felt betrayed, like a husband whose wife goes off with another man. But he never stopped loving his people. Hosea is another prophet who's, who prophesied by his life and his marriage. And God told him to marry a lady called Goma, who was forever running off with different boyfriends. Even though Hosea really loved her, she wouldn't stay at home with him. She wanted to ignore her husband and do all sorts of things without him. And that really hurt Hosea. But Hosea didn't want to force Goma to stay with him. He had to let her go. And the Bible tells us that's what God feels like when people ignore him. He wants to be our God and he wants us to be his people. And he gets really sad when people don't believe in him and they go off to other religions. 
But in the Old Testament, that's what they kept doing, just like Gomer. But Anna was not like Gomer. Anna's marriage represents what Israel's relationship with God could have been. She and her husband were faithful. They lived together, and he looked after her, and she did things to please him because of their love. That's what God wanted for Israel. God looked after the people of Israel, and Israel was supposed to pray and listen to him and live a life that expressed God's goodness. And that's what God still wants for Israel. And that's what God wants for us, his people, as well. So Anna's marriage represents God's people living under the old covenant. But after only seven years, Anna's husband died. The special relationship that they had was finished. Seven is a special number in the Bible. It's the Jewish number for completion, like we might say 100%. So that means that that part of her life was completed, 100% over, finished. Her married life was gone. And many people in Jesus' time felt that God had gone too. Once they went into exile in Assyria, things never got back on track. The days of being close to God were over. But Anna's family did make it back from Assyria eventually because she was there in Jerusalem. She herself had returned from that ancient exile all the way to the temple, the center of God's presence. So she lived there until she was 84. 84 is a very long time. So why does Luke take the trouble to tell us that she was 84? What does it mean? How many sevens are there in 84? Anybody know their, ta- ta- their times tables? How many sevens in 84? Yes. 12. That's right. 12 sevens are 84. And 12 is another special number. Israel was originally made up of 12 tribes. So 12 represents all of God's people. So 7 times 12 represents 7 years for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Anna's age suggests that not just the 10 exiled tribes, but every tribe was completely separated from God by the time Jesus came. The old covenant was completed. It was over. And God was using the story of Anna's life to give the rather bleak message that God's people were separated from God. But wait, Anna's not in exile. She's living in the temple and worshipping God. So that gives us a message of hope. Perhaps there is a way back. And that's what happened when she saw Jesus. She saw that God had done something drastic. He sent Jesus. Jesus came to bring God's people back to God. Jesus came to God's people to rescue that broken marriage. So she thanked God for Jesus and she talked to him, talked about him to everyone who was looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. We don't know what she said, although Luke says she was a prophet, he doesn't tell us anything she said. So that's how we know that we have to interpret the details of her life to find her prophecy. But she clearly recognized that Jesus had come to end Israel's separation from God. Her life that represented the death of the old covenant also carried hope for a new covenant. And now, here's Jesus, 
bringing that new covenant. It was out with the old long ago, and now it's in with the new. But this time, God not only calls his people, he calls everyone to come back to God, even people who were nothing to do with God before, nothing to do with God's people. And that's how the new covenant works, that he asks us to join this new covenant that's for everyone, a new relationship that anyone can be part of, whether they knew God before or not. So Christmas means out with the old and in with the new. Out with the old covenant that was just for Israel, that God's people found impossible to keep. And in with the new covenant, which is for all of us, where Jesus' love makes it work, even when we go wrong. So what's this got to do with us? Well, we are children of the new covenant. We are the new God came back to his people with Jesus' birth, breaking that long separation. And that's why we celebrate so much at Christmas. And he promised that he'll never leave us. That, that in that first covenant, God kind of abandoned his people a bit, in a way. But he's promised now, that in this new covenant, that he will never leave us. And the Holy Spirit is with us to make sure of that. So this new covenant will last for eternity. Jesus said God is with us forever and ever. He won't leave his people again. But a covenant is a promise with two sides. And God still wants us to keep our side of the promise. He came back to us and he wants us to keep coming back to him. To keep being his people. Just like he wants Israel to come back to him, to keep being his people. And that may be something that you need to do. Maybe you need to come to God for the first time. Or maybe you need to come back to him after being separated for a time. It's something we all need to do every single day, to keep coming back to God by talking to him, by reading his words in the Bible, by singing to him and singing about him like we do in church, and by asking him to forgive us when we're unfaithful when we go against him, like Gomer and Hosea. When we come to God every day, he can speak through us to other people. He wants us to be kind and loving to everyone, and that will show people that that's what God's like. When we do that, our lives can be a prophecy, just like Anna's. A prophecy not of separation, but a prophecy of God's closeness with his people a message to others of how much God loves everyone. So that's Anna's message to us this New Year's Eve. Out with the old covenant, in with the new covenant. Anna says, keep coming back to God in 2024 and let your life be a prophecy of God's love for his people. And that way, we will all have a happy new year.